Welcome to the Equine Connection Podcast, where health, nutrition, and love for the horse come together. This podcast is brought to you by Tribute Superior Equine Nutrition. I'm Dr. Chris Mortensen. And I'm Dr. Nicole Rambo. Welcome back, Nicole. How are you? I'm doing well, Chris. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Bright, sunny day and talking about horses again and feeding plan. I know we've, for like, you know, almost going on two years now, we've talked about horses and and feeding plans. Now we're finally getting to a podcast about formulating a feeding plan. <laughs> I guess better late than never. Um, but I, I, I guess my first question for you is, is how would you define what a feeding plan is? Ooh, so Chris, I definitely could talk about that. But I thought instead of me being the one to talk about this, I would actually bring in a guest host. Okay. Okay. I have Sarah, who's one of our fabulous equine specialists, and she spends every day putting together these feeding plans for horse owners. So I'm going to invite her to have this chat with you so you guys can really talk to someone who knows the ins and outs of this, does it every single day, and is super passionate about it. So I'd like to turn it over to Sarah Ranker. She's one of our equine specialists here at Tribute. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Well, welcome to the podcast, Sarah. And and you do this day in, day out, right? So you're you're talking to horse owners. You're at the other end of the phone when they call. Yes, that is correct. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. So we're we're talking about, you know, feeding plans. So in your mind, what is a feeding plan? A feeding plan is a forage and concentrate diet put in place that meets the needs of a horse's nutrition requirements and energy demands based on their size and activity level. So you're looking at a total diet, right? Everything they're eating? That is correct. Okay. So why, you know, why is it important for a horse owner to to have a feeding plan? Because I you know, in years past, it would be, oh, just go get some hay. Okay, this bag of concentrate looks good. I'll just stick to this one because it, my horse kind of fits in that range, I think. Uh, I monitor their condition. They look all right. You know, that's back in the day. I remember doing that. So why should an owner be like, you know what? I actually should pay a little bit more attention when I'm feeding my horse. Why is it important for them to create a feeding plan? Sure. That's a great question. Well, as you know, Chris, there are so many options out there that it can be really overwhelming. Um, As a horse owner myself, um, you know, we're always looking into how can we better, um, you know, better our horses um, looks and and also their performance and just their overall health. So, you know, we really look into um, not only the forage, you know, forage is definitely first, um, but what are they doing on a daily basis? And how do we meet those energy demands? So um, there's going to be, you know, different horses doing different things, whether it's just a recreational rider, and I shouldn't say just, but a recreational rider or or the high, high performance horses, no matter what they're doing, it doesn't... Um, nutrition shouldn't be sacrificed. So when we're able to analyze all those um, variables, we're able to put a feeding plan together that is going to provide the horse with the best nutrition for their current life stage. Okay. Okay. So you, you mentioned forage. So I guess when you, uh, you know, say I approach you with my horse and I just do some Western riding, trail riding, nothing too strenuous. You know, we ride in the round, uh, 
we ride in the arena a little bit, uh, do a little exercise, you know, some lunging in the round pen sometimes. But generally, I just like to go out on the weekends and ride my horse, you know, light to moderate exercise. It's probably, I think, pretty typical for a lot of horses. Uh, if I come to you and, and say, okay, you know, I'm feeding them some coastal hay, you know, grass hay. Uh, I've got a 10% bag of feed that I get at Tractor Supply. Uh, horse seems to do all right, but you know, they, they're looking a little skinny or something like that. So let's say I throw that scenario at you. How would you, di- you know, how would you start to uh, dissect that when I'm feeding and then suggest alterations to the feeding plan, I guess, or what should be in my feeding plan? Well, we ask a lot of questions, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but the more we know, the more we're, we're really able to make a precise recommendation. So first we'll want to know how much of that coastal hay or grass hay or, or whatever type of forage you're feeding, how much are they getting per day? Um, you know, as again, as a horse owner, um, I cannot say that I weigh my hay every single time that I feed, but you get an idea of how much hay you're feeding. So it's very important to know um, as fiber in is very important for our horses. And then we're also going to ask, okay, do you by chance have um, the specs on that feed that you're feeding or do you know the name so we can look it up so we truly know what product you're feeding. We'll also want to know how much. Um, and, and a scoop is not a scoop is not a scoop. So we've had people that have called in that say, you know, I feed a large Wendy's cup or I feed a small yeah. cottage cheese yes. container yes, and, yes. and it's not very helpful or helpful yeah. for us. So, um, a, a, again, you know, if you can weigh that it, it's extremely helpful and either in quarts or pounds, um, is very helpful to us. And then we'll dive in to see, you know, is, is what is the horse's body condition? Is it underweight? Is it ideal? Is it overweight? Um, and then if they're able to send a photo in, that would be awesome. So they're able to send it via email or social media. Um, and then we can really take a look at it. We'll also ask if they have any known health issues. So there's going to be some health issues or health concerns that we're going to feed a little bit differently than others. And then we're also going to ask for exercise routine. You know, is this horse simply a a pasture pet or is this horse, you know, in moderate to extreme exercise because their nutrient demands are going to be different. No, it's funny. Every time I talk to horse owners, it would be like, oh, yeah, throw a couple flakes of hay. You're right. A big, you know, it used to be the, the coffee can, which don't ex- does not has not existed for quite a while. So now it's the, the large <laughs> Wendy's cup. You're right. That, yes. uh, you know, one of the something like that. Oh, it's so funny. So I, I guess that so it shows it's very detailed, which is great. And, and again, yes. this is why owners should utilize this resource. It's free. You know, speaking to you is free. The, the the consultation is free, and it's worth every owner's time just to just to check, right? Just to check yes, what they're feeding. Absolutely. Yeah, because I mean, you know, things can creep up on them. So, I guess one of my questions I have, you know, how can an owner be sure that their their feeding plans meeting all of their horse's needs? You know, like starting with energy. How how can I be sure? Okay, there's enough energy in the diet. Where where do we start with that analysis? Great question. Well, again, first we'll we'll go through all those questions that I just mentioned, um, and and really, you know, we're gonna we're gonna have a conversation with the owner. You know, if they're having some specific uh, maybe concerns, we're gonna try to address that. Um, and again, 
diet wise, you know, we're going to, or, or tribute, I should say as a whole is going to balance out the most average forage. So, um, you know, if, if a customer or sorry, if, you know, if a horse owner is able to, um, get a hay analysis done, then we're really able to pinpoint. Um, that being said, you know, there's a lot of us that, you know, go to boarding facilities and there may be some hay changes and hay turnover. And we always have to do the best we can. That's what we all have to remember. Um, so, you know, we'll just dive into everything, you know, kind of pick them, pick apart it to see what may need to be addressed for that horse's diet and then go from there. Um, and then there's also a part of, you know, if, if a horse may just be laid back or a horse may just be ten, you know, tend to be hyperactive or anxious, we're going to do the best on the diet side to address those if those are concerns for the horse owners. Um, but we all have different personalities and so do they. They always do, don't they? <laughs> they do. Yes. They do. They do. <laughs> no, I mean that, that that it's amazing that you do this every day, and and it, I'm sure it's fun to talk to horse owners. And it's kind of like detective work, right? So, yes. <laughs> one of my questions is, okay, so so they like I gave you that scenario, and you're like, okay, what are you feeding? Give me the feed tag. You know what? How much hay? So how do you balance all those nutrients, like doing the detective work? So I go and I'm, I'm feeding a grass hay and, and I give you the feed tag, but my horse is a little bit underweight. And I, I, I tell you, you know, moderate exercise every day. How do you ensure they get the, 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 like I said, the energy, the protein, the macro, the micronutrients? Great question, Chris. So when we are looking at the um, tribute as a whole um, and, and concentrate as a whole, it's truly there to fill in the gaps that the hay may be lacking for that specific horse. So whether you have an easy keeper or a hard keeper, you know, we're definitely filling in um, some the, the protein gaps, specifically the amino acids. Um, very, very important for top line muscle maintenance and development energy sources. So that's going to be your calories, your fat and fiber, starch and sugar. And then again, um, there may be in some cases that we do need to add uh, additional supplementation. And those would be additional support in specific areas. Almost all of our horses that are fed tribute um, typically do not need any additional supplementation because tribute is fully fortified. Again, that being said, there may be some times where we do need to add something else to the diet. I know. So you're meeting like, because uh, when I always think of supplements, I mean, the first thing I always think is pre-probiotics. I want to make sure the gut health's good. But then I have my horses a little older. I mean, even just ath athletes, joint support, right? Is that something that you take into consideration, like maybe a supplement or does that dictate what type of feed you may suggest? Absolutely. Both actually. Uh, so pre and probiotics are actually already included in all the tribute products. There are a couple of our performance feeds that have a higher dose to support, you know, those higher performing horses, along with joint support too. many people use joint support um, if if their horse has a true you know, issue. But then there's also times that our horse owners will use it as a preventative measure. And we also do have some formulas that have joint support included in there. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like you know, it's it's uh, prevent it before it becomes a problem, especially with with our with our really ath athletic horses that are 
out there competing and you know the glucosamine chondroitin sulfate really helps uh, support those joints so one special category and this always comes up it seems like a lot on the podcast metabolic horses yes how do you deal with those ones that's tricky isn't it yes it is very tricky um again we'll go through the same questions um, if they've had recent blood work done, that's helpful. Uh, but we do have a uh, multiple feeds that are appropriate for horses with metabolic concerns. Um, they're typically fed all very similar. So, and, and Chris, you may agree. We, we usually have our fat mm-hmm. <laughs> metabolic horses, and then mm-hmm. we have our skinny metabolic horses. Right, right. So, um, there's a couple different ways we can go about that. Overall, we want our, um, NSC intake or our non-structural carbohydrate intake uh, be lower. Um, you know, concentrate is typically a very small portion of the diet. So that's when we also really want to dive into the hay. You know, what what type of hay are they using? Um, you know, again, if they can get it tested, that is really helpful for us so we can make a true diet plan for them. In some cases, you know, when we have metabolic horses on pasture, that may not be the, the right choice for, for that horse. So that's some other questions that we're going to ask them uh, and maybe help steer, steer the customer in the, in the best direction to support their ho- horse the best. Good. And then do you give them advice on how to adjust to their new diet you know, I don't oh, know if you want to, yeah, I don't know if you want to just kind of give some highlights there again as, as just a reminder to owners that make all these changes slowly, right? Yes. Yep. We definitely want to make all diet changes slowly. Um, these guys tend to be very sensitive and uh, we, we typically recommend if we're switching con- concentrates, uh, we recommend transitioning concentrates by a pound per day. So swapping out a pound of the old, replace it with a pound of the new, um, Oftentimes, too, if we're working with a very sensitive one, we'll back that down slower. Um, You know, there's no need to rush. Uh, We want to make sure that uh, we're not promoting any type of digestive upset. And that includes our forage as well. So oftentimes, uh, as horse owners, you know, we think about the concentrate and being very uh, particular particular about how we make that transition on the concentrate, but oftentimes we just throw different hay and oh, they're fine. Yeah, well, yeah. when the when their hay is the bulk of their diet, uh, making that transition with their forage is also very, very important as well. That's a good point. That's a good point. Since I have you here, Sarah, and, and I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit, so, so excuse me, sorry, but do you have a favorite story to tell? Because you're in the trenches, right? So Nicole and I always talk about, you know, please reach out to our team. They're sitting there waiting to talk to you, to help you, give you advice. So do you have one, uh, an example, a favorite example of helping a horse? And you're like, wow, that one just really sticks with me all the time. Yes, absolutely. Well, there's definitely many, um, but one of my favorites was this older quarter horse stud. He was actually on on one of our products. He was on Calmaltra, getting fed, um, I think, close to 20 pounds a day of it. Wow. Um, after looking in and diving deeper and asking all the all those questions, we found that he he wasn't being fed the best hay. Um, so we ended up transitioning to something that was much higher in digestible fiber, and that was actually the senior sport. 
We actually cut his intake down um, to 15 pounds a day, split up into at least three meals, and uh, he just blossomed. So he, you know, originally he was on a fantastic feed, but it wasn't the feed um, that that horse specifically needed, again, when figuring out all those other uh, outside factors. So he was he was a cool one to help. Yeah, I know. It's fun. It's always fun when you help horses and you, you know, and, and, and people comments and say, Oh, thank you so much for the podcast. It's helped me. It's great. It's great. Well, Sarah, if you could just let the owners know how, how best to reach out to the team. So I know we put the link in the show notes. Is that the best way? Sure. So there's multiple different ways. Feel free to give us a call anytime. Um, feel free to reach out to us on social media. We're on Instagram and Facebook. So though uh, Facebook's really easy. Facebook Messenger, really easy to send us a picture to. Um, but again, email, email works as well. So there are many ways that you can get a hold of us and we're ha- here and happy to help. That's great. That's great. Well, thank you so much, Sarah. We might have to have you back, you know, because this is great. And, and <laughs> maybe get more stories about helping sure. owners and, and, and you know, maybe some more case studies because I think owners like to hear, you know, uh, how things have, have really changed because it can be frustrating in the feeding room, can it? I mean, it's just, yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you to listeners. Thank you so much. Keep those comments coming. Please keep those suggestions coming. And like Sarah said, reach out to us on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, but thank you so much. And thank you, Sarah. You're very welcome, Chris. Talk to you soon. All right. Take care.